We're going to talk about NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. You are listening to the Tandem Draft Podcast presented by the Restart Sports Network. Okay, here we go. Hello, Griffin. Hello, Tommy. Hello, everybody else. Thank you for listening to the Tandem Draft. Uh, big week this week. We have Daytona Recap, Auto Club Preview. Uh, something that we found on the internet that made us mad, and iRacing. So, where would yeah, you like to if start? If we're not negative, what are we? Nothing. If we're not negative, we're yes. nothing. Um, where would you like to start with everything? We have a plethora of options here. Well, we got to start with Daytona. Yeah. we got. Let's go on You order. know what? First off, how the hell are you? I'm great. How are you, Tommy? I'm so great. Every day's a holiday. <laughs> All right, great. Daytona. Um, three. Well, let's see. The duels occurred prior to or after we recorded. Uh, so we went Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the same. I'm gonna tell the same story that I've already told you. Um, before the truck race started on Friday, Anna asked me what I was doing, and I said, "Oh, well, the truck race is is tonight." And uh, she kind of stopped what she was doing, and she turned and looked at me, and she said, I'm Daytona'd out. Like, I'm already over it. And I was like, it hasn't even started yet. <laughs> so that's... Yeah, we still have hundreds of miles Millions. Left. Yeah. So uh, that's how that's how Daytona Week started. Well, uh, in the middle of it. I mean, Daytona is a week-long event, uh, and that was the Friday, but it was just kind of funny that nothing that, like, really mattered, super mattered, had happened had yet. Had happened yet, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how the truck race started. But everything was fine. Uh she did enjoy watching the 500. So, but we'll talk about the 500 when we get there. Um That's progress. Is that's there, all that matters. Wait, is progress. We you know what? We did record uh the duels after I think the we did. Yeah, yeah, we recorded we on have. Friday. So, we've already yeah. talked about the duels and stuff. So, yeah. we can really we can start with the trucks, which is great because it won't take long cuz they didn't get to run a lot of laps. Yeah. <laughs> Who did we think? Did we did we pick Raja to win? We picked Raja, yeah, and we must have we, we must have mentioned Zane Smith, right? Oh I'm yeah, sure. There, there's, did we? Okay. You know what? As a responsible podcaster, um, there's no way either one of us would have let us go away without talking about the defending champion. So there's right. no need to go back and listen to that episode, listen to that <laughs> part of the episode. Um, I'm <laughs> I I'm just gonna tell you, I can almost guarantee you we've talked about Zane Smith. Well, we neither of us won three hundred dollars off of Raja Karuth, so Correct. that's a shame. Yeah, that uh, stunk. Yeah, but we had some interest in the limited amount of racing that we got. We got forty-one laps of green flag action. Yep. Um We yeah. saw some good stuff out of Zane Smith, obviously, who won the race. Zane uh, Corey Smith. LaJoy was really impressive. I thought Absolutely. that was a big. T- I think he would have had a say in it. Uh, yeah. If the race went the full distance. Yeah. Could you um, see him maybe? taking a couple steps back and going and and just racing trucks or is it just is it just because the family business wouldn't allow that so i mean there's there's positives and negatives to the strategy because i mean he like there are other drivers that have done it and been successful 
um like would you rather be the small fish in the big pond or the big fish in the right. little pond yeah um i mean you'll get talked about more uh going down that way but you know i don't know if typecasting might be a th- like nobody's looking at matt crafton for a cup ride you know right yeah so he's been doing this for like 20 years like well may- maybe they are i don't know yeah i mean was Stuart haas has to yeah. leave no stone unturned right now sure but yeah, <laughs> yeah. matt crafton kind of reminds me of um yeah, I mean, we've we've had uh, in the past, you know, Bobby Hamilton ran cup for a while, ended up going back to trucks and being really successful. Um, Ron mm-hmm. Hornaday, same thing, w- w- ran cup and then went back and was pretty successful with the trucks. Um, th- this is not that, but I'm just naming off people that have done the move before. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, there are people that it's possible, but I mean, Corey's still super young, so yeah. he can, he's got time, but... I mean, he should absolutely take every opportunity he can to run because Aspire truck is a winning truck. Yeah. Aspire cup car isn't necessarily right. a content. Obviously, they have won a cup race, but I wouldn't say yeah. they're a winning team. And, you know, and he's he's proven that he is capable to be in the mix, especially mm-hmm. in the restrictor plate races we saw last year in Atlanta. He was right there. Mm-hmm. He's been there previously in Talladega and Daytona. Um and you know he's run good cup cars too at other places. It's just he it, it hasn't gotten that the one, you know. So yeah, I, I think we'll see more out of Corey Lejo. I think he's running three more truck races. So yep, yeah, um, he'll have more opportunity. But yeah, he I'm got, just glad that he's doing that. Yeah, he looked really good. Got caught up in something. Uh, ended up finishing 23rd. Uh, Haley really disappointing for her. She got caught up in really the first big hoopla. Um, yep. I mean, nowhere for was her to go. Just destroyed. Yeah, and but uh, spirits were pretty high after she was like, "You go to Daytona expecting to crash, and it is what it is." So, uh, I yeah. still think she's gonna have a good year. She just, uh, it was just a bad start, an unlucky start, really. Uh, for that, yeah. Raja made one bad move. I mean, I mean, he was strategically staying in the back, kind of waiting for his turn started making some moves gets to a point where he's in the top 10 getting pushed by chase Elliott, which has to feel or he's or he's pushing chase Elliott, which has to feel good. He's working with the, with a, with a series champion. He he's chase Elliott has won everywhere he's been. And then, uh, just made one little slip up and tried to get a little too aggressive too fast. And, uh, and off he went, but he looked really good. I'm excited to see him this year too. A lot of promising people in the trucks this year. Yeah, um, I'm obviously I think it's going to be the Zane Smith show again. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think I think we'll, well I think it'll be pretty similar to last year. With I mean we won't KBM and uh, um, Tricon Garage, the uh, shakeup there. I, I KBM was a lot stronger than I expected them to be. Yeah. Um, but th- they also had Nick Sanchez up there, who's kind of a fringe KBM guy. Sure. Um, we'll see what they have to say about it, but you know, st- guys like Chandler Smith aren't going to be racing contending, uh, like they did last year. So, um, that'll open it up for Zane. Yep. And I'm sure, you know, racing as many cup races as he's going to race this year is, is going to help. But I mean, he, him and, uh, I think Corey Heim is probably the best bet. Yep. Uh, if, as a fee as an option from the field. Yeah. Um, but obviously, if you're going to start the season off with momentum, no matter how you do it, whether it's under rain or a plate track, whatever, 
uh, you're still going to have to yeah. deal with it. He, he's just showing he's picking up exactly where he left yeah, off, and which has got to be a big statement. And I kept an eye on him throughout the race, too. He was very strategic about what he was doing. Uh, green flag dropped. He dropped all the way to the back. He waited. He made his move. Uh, I'm sure he knew about the rain, like the big rain coming. So he made his move at the perfect time, and then he just didn't give it up. Like He was very strategic with what he was doing. So, uh yeah, it's it, that's an example of a big big fish in a small pond right there. So yeah, yeah, he's definitely. I mean, if they're going to pick somebody that's not already in Cup, I mean, Stuart Haas is probably going to have to go with Zane Smith. Yep, driving if a you're Ford. Going with somebody with Ford backing. Yep. So he's the pipeline. Yeah, for sure, and it, maybe sooner than later. Who knows what's going to happen? We're only in week one here, so yeah, yeah. And I mean, if we're going, I don't know how in order this is, but after the truck race. um, during the weekend, we got a bunch of announcements. Um, I think we already talked about Alex Bowman signing. Did we discuss that from la- was that earlier um, last week? I we uh, we talked about Chase signing with Coke and Jeff oh, backstabbing yeah. us. Uh, but I don't. I don't. I think the Bowman stuff came out after Bowman. Yeah, Bowman signed. Suarez signed. Uh, Ross Chastain signed. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of extensions were handed out. So there's our three big names. I mean, I mentioned Alex Bowman as a guy that Stuart Haas would have to look at as mm-hmm. somebody that they could poach. Yeah. Because that's somebody that, I mean, he's not, I'm not going to say he's a Kevin Harvick, but he's a proven race winner and contender right. in the Cup Series in good equipment. Yep. Um, but uh, Suarez, he's been there, done that at Stuart Haas. I don't think they'd look at him, but it's good for somebody to, for Trackhouse to re-sign him because he's not going anywhere. Yeah. But Ross Chastain was probably the biggest option. I did not think he was going to leave track house. He's no. obviously not going to leave track house. Yeah. They would be foolish to let him go. Yeah. And, but, and credited track house uh, like around the same time, you know, we saw this with chase when he signed his extension. It happened right before uh, Daytona. Um, I'm pretty sure William Byron signed before Daytona too. So that, I mean, it made sense that it happened now for Alex Bowman, but then, then here's uh track house being like, Hey, we're here to play too, and just just drops these extensions and like it's like I don't know the exact figures, but it sounds like long, lucrative extensions for these guys to stay yeah. with a almost like virtually a brand new team. What are we in year three of Trackhouse? Mm-hmm. And there are yeah. and they're already this successful and and I think you talked about on the last podcast of how um uh who who owns Trackhouse? Justin Marks. Justin Marks. Thank you brain fart justin marks uh painted a line 265 feet away showing how far he was from a championship or how close mm-hmm. he was to a championship i'm like they're here to play they're yeah. here to make some noise which is kind of cool because it's not when we were growing up it was what hendrick roush gibbs and now yeah. and rcr and now n- here comes track house ready to play i love it yeah they bought chip ganassi racing and made chip ganassi into a yeah. Championship contending yeah. team. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. So anyways, Zane Smith won the trucks. The point yes. being Zane Smith won the truck. So good for him. 41 laps, whatever. Uh, on to Saturday. Saturday was a fun, fun day. Uh, mm-hmm. Beautiful weather. Rain was never a problem Saturday or Sunday. Thank the uh, Lord. Thank the Lord. Yes. Uh, we had Arca racing and Xfinity racing on Saturday and neither one of them disappointed. Right. Um, Arca was fun because you could see how it was more like an eye racing plate race where everybody's twitching around. It was because crazy. 
yeah, um, there were some really dumb choices made. Um, there were some lap cars putting their vehicles in dumb positions. Uh, did you see the 10 car at the end of the race try to drive straight at the banking to get back on the banking? I did. I did. And then see he that. just destroyed the nose of the car because uh-huh. it's a wall. Like, yeah. <laughs> to hit, yeah. Hit the banking, yeah. And he got stuck. We've talked about before when we went to Talladega and we kind of looked up and the banking is just a wall. It's the exact same at Daytona. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's just a wall. And you can't just go from the apron onto the track on, no. in the turns. You can't just do that. Right. So, I mean, yeah. if you're going on, if you're side by like parallel to the banking, you can kind of do it. Yeah. But it's, it's, there's a chance at some big damage doing that. Right. But you can't nose in. Right. And he just destroyed the front end of the car. Yeah. He did. That was funny. Ugh. But uh, what an emotional ending in the arc. First off, like, before we get to that, let's talk about Frankie Munoz. You watched yeah. more of the race than I was able to watch. Um, but Frankie Munez made some noise. Yes, he did. Yeah, he ran pretty. He ran top ten, top five, pretty much the entire time. Seemed like he was being super conservative. Um, got caught. Somebody wrecked in front of him, and he had no choice. You know, he he got some fender damage, but finished eleventh. I think that's very respectable. Uh, yeah. Um, for your first um, restrictor plate race in any discipline. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Yeah, and Travis Pastrana took that. him a couple more restrictor plate races to get his eleventh in the yeah. Daytona five hundred. Yeah. Exactly. Spoiler so, alert. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think obviously, obviously we don't know anything about how any of these series are going to perform the rest of the year because nope. Daytona is Daytona and next week is a whole lot different. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But you got It's better, better to finish up high than to make a fool out of yourself. So right. props to Frankie. Props to Frankie. Yes. So uh, and then uh, the winner ended up being a person who I'm trying Greg, to look up. Yeah, Greg Van Alst. Greg Van Alst. Yes. Yeah, he, he made, I think he made one start in ARCA in either 2001 or 2002 and then left the series and returned in 20, 2020 or 2021. Yep. And then he, he, so he won, made a masterful move on Jason White, who was very upset that he lost that race. Yeah. But he led a, a whole lot. But Greg Van Alst, he, he owns a fencing company. Like he's just a dude that. Yep. Races Arca, yeah, and he won at Daytona, and he was very excited. The about ultimate, that. the ultimate inspiration story, and right, he kept saying on the radio, "Guys like me aren't supposed to do this." I'm like, "This is this is awesome!" Like he yeah. just, and his move was perfect, perfect execution. Just, just did it. It was so great. I had so much fun watching him post race. I had so much fun watching him make the move. Uh, it was just really cool that like this guy owns a fencing company and he just won a race at Daytona. Yeah, I mean, that if that doesn't give you hope, Tommy. I, I know, then, I know, yeah. So speaking of racing career, now, you know, something that kept you from watching the ARCA race. Yes. Uh, you yeah. had some activity that you were doing on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, let's get into it, I guess. So I did run uh, a total of two different Daytona 500s um, on iRacing. Uh, I had, keyword had, a C-class license, uh, which privied me to the truck series, which I ran a, ran a lot. Um, Arca, whoa, Arca was uh, Arca is a class D, so I've so I've been running Arcas. Uh, the late models uh, are class D. Uh, the super late models are class C, or the late models are class C. Super late models are class D. I don't know. Anyways, I've been running all these races, uh, but when you're a class C license, there's um, the iRacing series, which follows the NASCAR uh, Cup series, where they go, 
same schedule, but usually they only do like a fourth at most of the race. Like, or sometimes they'll do a half of the race. Most, yeah, half or a fourth they do. Uh, of like if the race is four hundred miles, they'll do like a hundred miles or or two hundred miles somewhere in there. Well, this year they're doing four different events where it's going to be the full length of the actual race that's happening. So they did a real Daytona 500 with real scheduling. They only did it at three or four times during the week were the only times that they did it. Uh, So you had to be a C-class license and you had to have a certain I rating to be able to participate. I did. So I did participate and I tried to stream them on Twitch, uh, Restart Sports on Twitch, follow that and you'll get notifications for when I go and do some racing. But, uh, I overall went pretty well. The first run, I uh, got into a few, uh, situations, including my screens, not refreshing at the rate that they're supposed to. Uh, so I had to come in and do a graphics change and lose a lap, but got it back, uh, fought all day to get a top 10, finished 10th. Uh, and then the second time I ran the 500, I also finished 10th. So, I might be good at this. I don't know. Maybe everybody's just bad or maybe it's just the restricted plate races. And as long as you just avoid the things, then you finish well. So who See, knows? if you're patient and smart. Yeah. Yeah. That was the name of the game. Exactly. And Tommy so, was very patient and smart. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of waited it out. It was kind of fun because I was like, I was, I mean, I was, you were watching and there were a couple other people that I knew that were watching and I was like, I was talking to you guys, but I was really talking to myself like trying to tell myself, I was like, okay, you don't need the lead right now. You don't need the lead, which I led uh 20 something laps on Saturday. Uh, and then a guy spun me out when I was in the lead and there was no caution because it was so good at spinning out. So I don't know, but it was fu- like, Doing the 500 lap or the 500 miles was awesome. It was so much fun. Uh, and I had my gloves. Thank you to you. Uh, and <laughs> and I, like it, it was just so much fun. And like uh, after I did the first one, I said, okay, I can never do that again because I did it at night. It wasn't over till what, like 10, 30, 11 at night. Well, this oh, no, one, it had it had to be later. than Yeah. That. It, yeah. I mean, it was late. And then I was like, I'm never going to do this again. And then sure enough, Saturday, I almost woke up at 3 a.m. on Saturday to do it. But I decided to go for the 9 a.m. start. Uh, so that's why I missed part of the Arca race was because I was doing that. So but ah, uh, it was so much fun. And then I continued my career on. Uh, I they're at Auto Club. They're doing the trucks, Xfinity and Cup, even though not all three are running Auto Club. They're doing Auto Club. So I ran laps or ran races at Auto Club. Oh, and I got a win in the trucks. I forgot about that part. I did get a win in the trucks, boosted my safety rating. So I'm a class B license now. Um, And Auto Club's tough, which we can talk about Auto Club being tough when we're talking about Auto Club. But uh, spoiler alert, it's it's tough. It's hard. And you just got to be patient. So and I ran Rockingham in the late models and it was awesome. Two super similar tracks in terms of difficulty, but not in any other right. way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rockingham is just a special kind of quirky. Rockingham and Talladega are always going to be my two favorite tracks, like forever and ever. They're always going to be my top two. I miss Rockingham and it was so fun to run there and know how to run it. Like your tires, yeah, it's a 30 lap race. Your tires are gone after 10 laps if you're not doing it right. And just watching everybody go by you and you just got to keep telling yourself, it was like, just run your race, run your line. Like if somebody's in your line, 
just wait behind them because they're going to do something wrong. And that's what like, and I, I have, I have yet to finish outside the top 10, even the one where I spun out with two laps to go have yet to finish outside of the top 10 at rocking. That was amazing. So that one I was watching the, I was watching the stream for that Rockingham race. Yeah. And then I put the phone in my pocket and went downstairs and then I come back out and you're in the pits. And I thought I jostled you around and no. <laughs> going down the stairs spun you out. What a shame. Well, honestly it did because I was, I mean, I was just getting aggressive. I was in third place. Second place was losing it. I mean, I had no chance of winning it and I just see, and this guy is losing. I was like, okay, I got two laps to make this happen. And then I just came off of four. I'm really aggressive. And I just, I ran right into the, the barrier or like the barrels in front of pit road. Uh, and then I had to get <laughs> towed and, and I ended up like before the, like the leader finished his lap. And before he got around again, I got out of the pit. So I actually got to finish the race. So I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> so I finished the race, which was kind of cool, but, and I finished 10th because everybody else was dumb before me. So it worked out, but Rockingham, <laughs> Rockingham is just a special kind of fun. Like you have to know how to run Rockingham to be successful at Rockingham. And I feel like I got it. Yeah. I'm I, also running fixed setups because I don't know anything. Right. And that's what we're going to work on next is I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn all the setups for you and I'll be your crew chief. You are my crew chief. That is right. Yep. Yeah. So I did make one pit call. Uh, in the you first did. Daytona race. Yeah. Yeah. And it was I helpful. Think we stayed out. No, no, yeah. we fueled only. Yeah. Fuel only. Did we? Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was, no, that was the second 500 where I told you fuel only because I came in, only got fuel, got the lead. Then the guy spun me out and it was mostly because I had weaker tires, but I mean, I, it I was like the to right, think that I got right you call. that top 10. No, it was the right call. It was a thousand percent the right call. So <laughs> yeah, you are my crew chief. So I just drive the car. So you figure it out and I will drive the car. Yep, I'll I'll start doing I'll I'll uh, get out my schematics. <laughs> get out your ruler. Yeah, I <laughs> I have an abacus <laughs> and a Newton's cradle and I'll just study those on the toilet and see what happens. Bingo. We'll see what comes out the other end. How yeah. about that? Maybe I'll find some reading material uh for my honeymoon and I'll just read about it. <laughs> have a whole week to do nothing. Anna's a lucky woman. Isn't she? <laughs> Xfinity. Uh, speaking okay. of running the Xfinity cars, um, yeah, uh, this was a fun race too. Of course. Yeah. Xfinity is always fun. It, and it was fun to watch this after the ARCA race, seeing how planted these cars were because yeah. everybody knew what they were doing yeah. compared to the ARCA drivers, which by the way, against the ARCA drivers. Right. Yeah. And we've said this before and I will continue to say it until it changes. Xfinity is the best series in NASCAR. Yeah. The especially this fun, weekend. We're going to see that again. The most fun series in nascar is xfinity come at us <laughs> it's the most yeah. fun it's the best series i think it's yeah. the best racing series in america yeah is the xfinity series yeah so austin hill starts on the pole has radio problems has to come in with one lap to go before the green flag drops and has to start at the end of the longest line because he doesn't he had to switch out his radio and then still wins stage one. And then he wins stage one. Like it was crazy. He just rifled right through the field. It was so mm -hmm. contrast of what we saw Sunday and we'll talk about it, but you could, you could make moves on anybody in any lane that you wanted. If you had the run, like it, the Xfinity cars are just so much fun to watch because anybody could do anything at any time. And it was awesome. Right. Unlike the cup cars. Um, I was really upset about this one because I was going to place a responsible wager on him uh, and the race started and I could not. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, I and put, then he won the race. Yeah, I put a responsible wager on Cole Custer, who ran so good and was right there at the end and then just didn't. I don't know. I went oh for Can't a, win them all. I went oh for a billion this weekend on NASCAR. <laughs> uh, but Austin Hill really made everybody look stupid. Um, he did. He did. JRM ended up with four cars in a line right behind him. Oh, yeah. The and end. Justin Allgaier made a move on his own, and the whole thing went kaput because then uh, Brandon Jones sp- got spun. Uh, Josh Berry ran out of gas because we had too many green-white checkers. Yep. And Sam Mayer flipped over, and then Justin Allgaier finished third. And so, there was no need for those like cautions to happen. Like th- The last 20-something laps were green, and everybody was like, well, Austin Hill is screwed because there's four <laughs> JRM cars right behind him. In a row, Allgaier, who has been up front all day long, is just waiting to make his move. It was like clearly all four of them are gonna or all three of them are gonna go at the same time, right? Or all four of them, however right. many there were. Yeah. Uh yeah. Brandon Jones was at the back or at the back of the of the four. So they were all gonna make the move at the same time. Austin Hill was gonna be screwed. He was have to gonna have to go back to the next guy in line or the next Chevy that would have picked him up. It was set up perfectly. But yeah, like you said, Allgaier just went rogue and then took out two of his guys uh and then uh josh barry ran out of gas and it was like what <laughs> yeah it was yeah that was kind of confusing yeah and john um, helmer john helmer nemechek was right there to to pass uh austin hill and then he made the wrong move it was crazy yeah, every time that he was on screen i forgot that he was in the race like oh yeah, yeah john helmer nemechek's running a full season yeah with yeah. in the yeah, and Myatt Snyder was up there for a long time. Yeah, he finished um, fifth. Yeah, good for him. Good He's for not going to race again until June. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was just crazy. Cole Custer got a top ten. He finished ninth, and I really thought he was going to win the thing. He led one lap, but yeah, Austin Hill, thirty nine laps led. He did, uh, and uh, we spent over twenty of those saying how he was going to lose, and then yeah, and he just didn't. Yeah. Uh, we had a very long decision to determine the winner because at the time of caution, him yep. and John Hunter Nemechek were t- pretty much dead even. I mean, yeah. if they would have said they tied, I would have believed it. Like, right, yeah. I could not I could not tell Do at you, all. Yeah. NASCAR posted the picture, no idea. Yeah, and Nemechek, he was under the yellow line, wasn't he? Right, but I mean, there was a crash, obviously. Yeah, there was like, a... He, yeah. he had to go there Right, yeah, yeah. Physically. Nowhere, he had nowhere to go, but I wonder how much yeah. that factored into their decision. Or was it just Austin Hill was clearly in the lead before that, so just yeah. give it to him Who kind knows? of thing. Who knows? They made a decision, whatever. I'm happy for Austin yeah. Hill. Like, he had, talk yeah. about lowest of lows at the beginning of the race, and then he wins the thing. Yeah, so. and, and he missed the Daytona 500, so... Right, yeah, and he uh, made him yeah. look... He, you were right, he made him look silly on Saturday yeah. just made him look and silly. Like, seeing that again man like I wish he was in the 500 because he would have he I'm sure he would have had something yeah like because he is a very skilled plate racer if he would have got up front he could have right. easily gotten a good finish so for sure um hopefully he races at Talladega and because uh, I know Beard's gonna race a couple races uh, extra this year that they don't usually yep uh, but I know traditionally they always run the plate races so hopefully we'll see him at Talladega um yeah. and I you know he'd be somebody that would definitely have a say in the matter yeah um even though he's only made one prior cup start sure yeah absolutely um these cars are now going to auto club yeah and these are the most fun like if you can't if you had to choose one race this weekend to watch watch the xfinities on saturday 
Mm-hmm. Because... And the cup race is going to be incredible. Like the race last year was amazing. I know. But Xfinity was I like know. 10 times and better. It's, it's the cars. The Xfinity yeah. cars are just more fun and and better than the cup cars. And faster. And faster. Yeah. So the and you feel every single bump in the Xfinity cars. Like you like you can get loose on the back stretch of Auto Club if you're just trying to hold the wheel straight and not going with the going with the movements. Like if you're yeah, just the seams are all like yeah, the seams are if pretty you're, well defined. Yeah, and, if you're yeah. white knuckling it, you're going to spin out and on a straightaway. Like you like you're gonna look <laughs> silly. And it's it's like sand. Yeah. It's so much fun. These are the cars to watch this weekend for sure. And the, and the, like you said, the cup race is probably gonna be awesome. And it's gonna be the last time we're gonna see this track. Boo. Yeah, it. Yeah, if they're allegedly making it a short track, they're still non-committal about I the just, future of the track. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather it be the track that it is now. That's it, for sure. Yeah. But I think NASCAR has probably already dug their grave here with the land. So yeah, and who knows? But, but the thing is, if them changing the track isn't going to get more people to go, no, it's not. A lot of people go. Yeah, it's just. I love this track. I really do. Yeah. There's a lot of short tracks that already exist. Yeah. There's Irwindale is right there. Yeah. And um, all we have for Kern two County mi- yeah. is just north yeah. in Bakersfield. Yeah. Two milers. Short track just, there. They're right there. It's just Michigan and Auto Club, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's only like two miler like as is. I don't know. Whatever. Um, cups. Then we had the Daytona 500 less fun than the Xfinity yeah. race. Yeah, still fun. Still fun. Next gen cars are still a little hard to swallow on the play tracks, I oh, think. Hang on. Uh Griff, we need to cut for commercial. Okay. Whopper, 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 junior <laughs> double triple whopper. Every <laughs> three minutes it felt like there was a commercial. So yeah, so many so many commercials. Um I don't know if they front. I mean, the stats say that they were the same amount of commercials as they were 10 years ago and in 2001, and they've just been the same. I just don't but, believe I mean, it. perception <laughs> is reality, man. Anybody like, could put anything nuts. on a damn chart, okay? There were commercials every three minutes. and It I, was brutal. And I it get you brutal. need them to like pay for the sport and stuff, but you have stages now, right? You have yeah, use sanctioned then. cautions. F1... Goes the whole race of the exact same running order of the starting line, and that's the finishing order, and they don't have one commercial during the race. Yep. What are we doing? We had like you put in these stupid stages that I don't want, and there's that's a perfect time to throw all of your commercials in right there. Yeah, Just do it then. Maybe charge more money per commercial. Yeah. And they won't have to have so many. I'm even okay if they do it in cautions, but you have a little disclaimer saying, hey. There may not be any cautions. I don't know. Just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's like, uh, I mean, it's like American football and soccer. Like soccer goes 45 minutes and like there's like, quote unquote, no stop in the action. But American football, like there's always a timeout and there's always commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's America. It's an American problem. Granted, I don't think the NFL can be played uh, no. nonstop. No, it so. can't. It can't. Yeah. You're right. Whatever. I mean, I'd like to see him try. Yeah. I, and I would love to see non-stage uh, 
non-stage racing. I don't like the stages, but here we are. That's yeah. your perfect time to yep. cram all the commercials that you want in. I don't care. Stop yeah. the cars. Just, like during the stages, stop the cars like dirt races and get all your stupid commercials in, like 15 minutes of commercials, <laughs> and then we're back to it. Like, I don't care. I love it. Just stop doing it right in the middle. And I'm sick of watching this little screen, and then everybody's in the wall, and you're squinting to find out who yeah, they it, want. Like, the, there's finally a big crash, and the, right when the commercial break started, yeah. and then the commercial break went for three minutes. Yeah, and of course you have <laughs> and we Fox didn't see nothing. with their stupid cameras putting it on the bumper when we're trying to watch pack racing at the end of the race, and it's or they have that stupid drone can on the complete oh other yeah, can side we get of rid the of the drone cam? And it's like you know the angles. How long have you been the the provider of of videoing? How are we so good at this in the 90s and we suck at it now? Yeah, we got to get rid of Fox, man. It's just brutal. The presentation is not good. Everything, like, somebody get me into a room with these people. I want right. to talk about it. I want Just like my... that, that scene in The Dark Knight with the Joker with yeah. the, doing the magic trick. You're going to put a pencil through somebody's face. I just... Just to say that you mean business. I just want my voice heard. I'm yeah. upset. <laughs> this is a and sport that... that's what that... Twitter is for. Yeah. This, well, yeah, there's a lot of people. That's what Twitter is for. It's just upset people. Anyways, the racing wasn't as good as as Xfinity. It was fun to watch. The end was stressful. Uh, it, mm. It's everything that you want in the Daytona 500. Um, Kyle Busch takes the lead very, very late. Mm-hmm. And, Daniel- and it seemed like they were, that him and Austin Dillon were going to control the race, just like JRM. Yep. Except they're going to figure it out. They're coming to the white flag, right? Yep. And then and Suarez spins, and they call caution. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Griff. Mm-hmm. I watched a replay of the end of the 2013 Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. Almost identical positioning. There was a huge wreck on the track, and they raced Jimmy Johnson to the line to make sure that he won it. And... Then uh, they immediately called a caution because they wanted the green-white checker because it's the Daytona 500 and the rules are different now. Fun. I don't know, man. Hmm. I'm not I'm not here to be an advocate for Kyle Busch. Uh, I thought his post-race uh, comments were hilarious, as always. Uh, he was very pissy about not winning and, and almost dying or whatever he does mm-hmm. whenever he doesn't win a race or something. But uh, he had a point on this one. He said, I would have liked to see him win. Yeah. He said, yeah. 98 rules. I'm in victory lane right now. And then yeah. at the end, he said, who lucked into it? And then they told him who did. And he said, there's your, there you go. <laughs> like, yeah. of course. <laughs> uh, and that someone was Recky Spinhouse Jr. What? I mean, accomplished plate racer. Good for him. Sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. Good for Ricky. At he least, definitely. Mm-hmm. At least he won the race fair and square. He was way more excited for that win in Talladega than he was even at the at the Daytona 500. I felt like he was just like on the radio. He was like, "Good job, boys!" Like, yeah. And then the post the post interview on the front stretch, he's like, "Yep, we uh, did the things and stuff, and it was great." Shout out toilet paper. Like it was crazy. I thought he just wasn't excited, and I don't know. I just. I had money on everybody else who basically was in the top five. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we didn't think about Ricky, but 
I mean, good for him. He's got to back it up because yeah. last year it wasn't, he didn't have the best of seasons, but yeah. if he's smart now, about things and run, get some more top tens out of it. Yeah. He can and now the only good spring and summer yeah. and the only sport in the world where you uh, do well the very first week of the season and you're locked into the playoffs. Yep. Whoop-dee-doo. Whoop-dee-doo. Uh, Riley Hurst top 10 finish. Hello. In the 15 yep. car. First race ever. Yeah. Only two people have ever gotten their first ever top 10 on their first race in the Daytona 500. And the last person to do it was in like the 60s. Yeah. So. Crazy. <laughs> uh, Travis Pastrana finishes 11th, limps across the finish line because uh, he yep. was caught up in the mayhem that was. Uh, if, without that crash, he would have gotten a top five. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He was right there, which is crazy. He would. Yeah. It would have been the highest 2311 guy. Bubba was right there. And then he got wrecked in the in the hoopla right there. Uh, Zane Smith, we just talked about, finished 13th. Cody Ware finished 14th. Corey LaJoy finished 16th. Like, this is cool stuff. Yeah. Top 20 finishes, Daytona 500. Good for them. Harrison Burton pay, was... Pays a lot of money. Harrison Burton almost won the damn thing. Yeah, he led a good amount of that race. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. I, it was a fun race, but I don't know. I My takeaway was the commercials and uh, the caution the phantom caution of one car spinning out gaining control and back on the track uh preventing kyle bush from winning the daytona 500 did you hear uh his radio i don't i heard it on tiktok where he was screaming about i hate my job was that was that from the 500 i don't know because that could have been from anything yeah it really it could have it could have even not been him screaming it (laughs) yeah Like it could not be real, but could have yeah. been me. Could have been you. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson was right there. Could have had a top five finish, and then he finished thirty first. Would have, could have, should have. Would have, could have, should have. Yeah. Um. But yeah, five hundred was fun. Whatever. Daytona is behind us. We'll see it again in July or August. Whatever. It August is. now. Yeah. August. Hopefully, it's better than last year, where we wrecked the whole field on purpose. Yep. Now, Griffin found something interesting on the Twitters today that he shared with me. It, it you, you lead into this. So it's a, an account called uh, NWCS standings, which is um, really just a breakdown of every year. If done in the traditional Winston cup series standings uh, with trucks, Bush and Xfinity or trust trucks, Bush and cup uh, that they, you know, they put the little graphics of the old series logos but it just shows who would have won. Obviously, it, there's, you can't put a lot of stock in it because everybody would race differently, but it just shows like who would have won without playoffs. Uh, and poor Jimmy Johnson would have only been a three-time champion. <laughs> it's interesting what comes to light, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Carl Edwards would have won and over Tony Stewart. Um, we would have had seven-time champion Jeff Gordon, as I feel like I've mentioned all the time. Yeah. Four-time champion Kevin Harvick. Yeah, uh, Elliot Sadler with a couple couple Xfinity titles. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, AJ Allmendinger winning last year. You know, just the stuff that really should have been. Yeah, Kyle Busch two time back to back in yeah. eighteen and nineteen. It's just I don't know. I, I've we've both said how much we hate the point system and how they do things now. It and, makes me hate it more. Yeah, seeing that your favorite driver could have won seven championships and all this glory that that Jimmy Johnson got on his way out. Like, I don't know. Yep, that would have been Jeff that, Gordon. And goat, that year, sure. that year, him like winning his seventh would have been his like farewell, like going off on the top of the mountain kind of thing. It's just, mm-hmm. it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Oh, well, oh, well, it is what it is. Shout out that guy for making that chart because 
Yep. And he puts, yeah, he puts up breakdowns for every single year and uh, I'm sure he'll update. Uh, I think he might update after every race for the season. Who knows of what the points look like, but it's fun to think about. Fun to think about or traumatizing to think about. All right. Let's <laughs> talk. Up at night. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything before we get to auto club? Let's just pick ourselves some winners. Yeah. See what we're ready to see for the best race of the, of the month. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I did some scouting reports for the tandem draft podcast. I went out there. I did laps on the track. Um, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground uh, for yeah. the Xfinity series. Uh, I did a race uh, now that I am a B-class license. Uh, did a race, started eighth, dropped all the way back to 16th because I was just patiently waiting. 35-lap race. Sure enough, lap 12, they started mowing them down, finished fifth. Like, it, like it's just, you just got to run your race. Just have a plan. Don't change it for anybody. Just run your race. If somebody's in your way, if they're going your pace, but they're just losing it in the corners... I just stay behind them, break super early, and then just go under them in the corners, and they can do absolutely nothing about it. Which is so much fun to watch. It's hilarious. As a viewer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they can do absolutely nothing about it. There's a guy off the pace. I'll run a lap on the bottom, uh, but th- my tires are okay, so I can go down every now and then and, and handle that. Like, you just got to be patient. and. nobody's learned like these fixed series. That's why I love the fixed series so much because it's morons like me that don't know anything about cars and don't know what to do to them. But at least I know that. And it took a, I watched Anthony Alfredo. I watched a 25, 30 minute video of Anthony Alfredo just doing work. And I think it was California just Mm -hmm. saying, it was like, okay, there goes that guy. We're going to see him in about 10 minutes. And then sure enough, he just comes back and wins the race. I'm like, that's awesome. So, (laughs) So yeah, I tried. I tried my best at that. I don't know. I don't know if I'm good enough to get wins yet doing that. But consistently top five, I'll take it. Yeah, if you just turn it on a little more towards the, I guess you know, just right. Yeah, just turn it up just yeah, a tiny bit. I is, guess you like, just find the edge. Yeah, but the leaders are winning over second place by like 10, 12 seconds. So they got some right, sort of yeah. cheat code that I'm just never gonna know. So <laughs> yeah, I have gas. Uh, gas is on the right. Yeah, yeah. I have two career wins, and they're both in the trucks at Daytona. That's that's my career. So it pays, Daytona pays big money. Daytona does pay big money. Can tell you. So Tommy, uh, who do you think is going to take the uh, Xfinity race this weekend? I I don't know, but I can't wait to watch it. Uh, I you know what? I picked Cole Custer last week, but I kind of want to pick him again. I don't I'm going to pick him because yeah. he won this race last year in exactly. the 07 car. Yeah, exactly. And I think he's. Yeah, I think he's. There's. I don't think anybody's going to be able to touch him. He's going to really embarrass everybody. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's going to be hard. Like, I I mean, John Hunter Nemechek, obviously he's here to stay kind of a thing. It's just who's, who can take care of their car uh, and then who can make the right decisions. And, you know, I, and I trust Cole Custer. I think that's another example of maybe a big fish in a little pond situation, at least a, big, Oh, for sure. 100%. At least a bigger fish in a littler pond. It seems, um, <laughs> I yeah, he would be my pick because yeah, he won it last year. I could see him dominating it. I could see him leading seventy five percent of the laps. But anything could happen, you know. Yeah, it was a chaotic race last year. So yeah, who knows? Yeah, anything could happen. But speaking of chaotic races, Sunday the Cup Series. This is a very chaotic race last year. Yeah, who do you have for the winner of that one? Uh, last uh, potentially the last race of this configuration that I love so much. 
uh, and I will always advocate for. Uh, it will go into the category of Rockingham and North Wilkesboro of uh, the the tracks that are going to go away that I hope see I hope I see come back soon. Um, you know, I I just envision that forty eight car just doing it like he's won here how many times? Alex Bowman, uh, he what he didn't win it last year, did he? Did Larson win it? Yeah, uh, Bowman won it twenty twenty. Okay, yeah. So I just like I and it, it does. It's a little impacted by that Superman car that Jimmy Johnson won and absolutely dominated the race. Uh, that sort of fuels my opinion too. But at Bowman, it's gonna be between Bowman and Larson. I think like they just they know how to run that high line. Um, it's like when Harvick ran the low line at old Atlanta, like, like that's just their domain up there by the wall. They can figure it out. So I, I'm going to go Bowman. So two teammates. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I think the same thing. I think we're going to see a Tyler Reddick bubble wall as one, two. Interesting. Tyler Reddick is another guy that loves that wall. Mm -hmm. I think the Toyota is going to put him in the front. Uh, Bubba finished second to Harvick at Michigan, similar track. Bubba was about to get a top 10 before Brad wrecked him last year in this race. Uh, I think they're going to make a statement. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'm not mad at it, obviously, because we're Bubba guys. So do you have Bubba over Tyler Reddick or do you have Tyler Reddick over Bubba? Tyler first. Tyler first. Interesting. Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. Not mad about it. Uh, I'm going to try to stream some. uh, No, I'm not. (laughs) Maybe tonight. You will not. Uh, I'll be. I, I will be out of office. Uh, this weekend so that's a shame i wish i wish this was bristol dirt week you know because i don't i don't want to race i don't want to touch bristol dirt like that's just a suicide for safety rating so uh yeah maybe i'll get on tonight i don't know i'll see what's going on i'll let you know of course if people are listening to us it's past tense right i'll i'll see if i i'll i'll check you out (laughs) great as your audience yeah Okay, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Enjoy Auto Club this weekend. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about it and preview Vegas. Is it Vegas next week? Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's all I got. All right. Godspeed. Good night, everybody. Godspeed. Or good morning. Whatever. Yeah. Good evening. <laughs>